0: Hello and welcome to another episode of A Progressive and a Libertarian Walk Into a Bar. I'm Sean O. Bernie S. So we're gonna talk a little more Corona because it seems like that's the only thing going on in the world right now. So we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna steer a little bit away from the U.S. today and hit up uh, some other countries. But before we do that, let's talk about where you can contact us if you love us or hate us. We want to hear about it.
1: So here we go on Twitter. You can hit us up on at PNL Podcast. On Facebook, you can look at our page. It's a progressive and a libertarian walk into a bar. Our email address is the letter P, the letter N, the letter L, podcast at gmail.com. And you can catch us on Spotify, Google, Amazon, Alexa, Echo, Stitcher, Apple, SoundCloud, Corona, Ca- Coronacast, <laughs> every other, any other service that you might think of.
0: Yeah, any other places. There were, were a lot of places that I didn't even know, so I'm happy about that. And uh, yes, and today I am going to have a shot from uh, the agave. What they call it? The agave. Well, they, they, well it's it's Green Bar Distillery uh, again. You know, I'm trying to trying to support them because I like what they do. They give uh, well for every bottle they sell, uh, they plant a tree. Uh, which is nice to help out the environment. And like we said in the earlier one that they're making hand sanitizer for the hospitals here in L.A. Uh, so I'm having their agave something or another. It's basically it's tequila, but it's not made in Mexico, so they can't call it tequila. Mm. So it's agave spirit. Oh, agave spirit. Uh, and it's glorious. So that's what I'm drinking. Uh, support support the local stuff. Uh, and Enjoy. Excellent. So, you were uh you were telling me about uh so we're we're gonna talk about international stuff. What a what a disaster area it is in in Ecuador. Sounds mm-hmm. to me like uh you know Europe during the Black Death.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So so basically, and I'm I'm sure this story is not unique to to um Ecuador or Latin America. I'm sure other parts of the world, especially the poor countries, are are faring just badly, but basically the healthcare system in Ecuador looks like it's collapsed. Uh, people with COVID-19 are dying in their homes because the hospitals don't have any room for them. Um, so the, the, the relatives and loved ones who may also have COVID-19 are having to wait for days for the bodies to be picked up for their homes. And in some cases, because it's being days, um, the bodies start to uh, do what bodies do uh, they're having to put the bodies in the streets, um, waiting for the authorities to pick them up. So there is a lot of scenes, a lot of images of people or bodies in coffins, essentially just on the side of the road, waiting to be picked up. And the healthcare and the, the hospitals are also being overwhelmed, especially the the morgues. The morgues are already full. Temporary morgues are you know the refrigerated cars are, are filled up. So they're having to leave the the co- the bodies wrapped in plastic on the gurneys, uh, on the stretchers in the parking lots, uh, and sometimes in the hallways. So, I mean, that's, that's exactly what we, we, uh, we don't want to happen here. We don't want to happen anywhere. Um, but it's a tragic yeah. scene when, when the disease gets out of hand and, you know, it's the system is not able to handle it. So yeah, it's, it's,
0: it's pretty bad. It is pretty bad. Hmm. Yeah. And, uh, In Japan, uh, well, I guess I guess we won't go there just yet. But Ecuador, also, I mean, like I said, it sounds to me like what you hear about like the Black Plague in Europe, where people were just, uh, you know, they, you know, they, they just closed up the house because it was full of dead bodies, and you know, because you know they didn't know what to do with it, Uh, and just dig mass holes and throw people in it because you know there wasn't anybody, there wasn't anything else to do with it, Uh, and those are images we really don't see much. In, in the world, uh, in modern times, so you know it's kind of a wake up call to people that this shit's it ain't no joke, mm-hmm. not a joke at all, no. And then then you have countries like Pakistan that are still not closing okay. their mosques. I mean, even Iran closed down their mosques. I mean, it's it's really hitting them hard. Uh, Saudi Arabia, I believe, called off the Hajj, and as far as I know, I think that I don't ever remember hearing about that in history that that mm. ever happened, mm. for one reason or another. Because I guess back in time, they didn't know what the fuck was causing anything. Uh, you know, so... Um, you know, I don't... Yeah, that's that's crazy that they called it off, or... I don't know if they completely called it off, or if they're just really discouraging people from coming.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or at the, the release you know, they, they should postpone it. just like uh, Japan's yeah. postponing the Olympics for another year.
0: Yeah. And, you know, when they postponed that, then their numbers went up. So it seems like they might have been faking their numbers to try to try to you know look better so mm-hmm. uh, you know all governments tend to put some spin on things i heard japan wasn't giving any money to the people they were handing out a couple of masks per family i think it was i don't know if it's per person or per household but they're giving out a couple of masks so people have something when they go grocery shopping or something mm. we're still going to work um uh, let's see what else where else uh Switzerland is going with a completely different uh path where they're kinda keeping things open but just encouraging you know restaurants and stuff to put i don't know they put it in meters you know so meet a few meters apart from each other uh so a couple of meters or something like that
1: would yeah, that be a meter?
0: Yeah. I don't know, I don't Two fucking meters, know my metric system, eight. you know let's just say six feet we'll put it in English or in an American. You know, because we're the only ones that use that shit, uh, the inches and feet and shit. So, you know, they're doing that. So we'll see how that system works out there. Um, well, where else? Well, what South else do we speak
1: doing about? Much, much better because uh, they focused so heavily on on testing.
0: Testing, right. Yeah, that that's important. Thomas Massey said we need a uh, Manhattan-style project to get this. He said we need testing on mass. Like multiple tests per person, so they can yep. keep testing. Absolutely, uh, and you know, you know, uh, I think he's right on with everything he said about it. You know, we shouldn't be bailing out the corporations. Uh, all this money should be going straight, like, like a, you know, if they want to act like they're at war, then they should be in the Manhattan Project style, where everything's going towards beating this. And the way to beat it is more and more and mm-hmm. more testing. Period. You know, because it's obviously it's working. It's working South Korea. About testing.
1: So it's not, I mean, it's not a, it's not, mm. it's not it, yeah, it's not a, yeah, not it's, wrong. it's not it's a That's unique, for sure. uh, viewpoint. And, um, and Thomas Massey is right. A government led effort to test people multiple times and free. It, it,
0: Isn't that a trip Thomas Massey yeah, and Bernie no, Sanders makes, on the same page, I
1: mean, especially in this kind of moment, it makes perfect <laughs> sense to have uh, the most powerful entity like the federal yeah. government uh, take charge of, of many different facets of technology, the economy. And, um, and really like regular life to be able to handle or protect lives. Really like, uh, like, uh, like I know we're mm-hmm. trying to make this an international uh show, but like, uh, what will it take to have the U S do what a lot of countries are doing, which is have like a nationwide, um, quarantine or curfew, you know what I mean? Like just re- restrict people to the mm-hmm. fullest as mu- well for now as much as possible while uh, we try to find a, a vaccine or a cure for this.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, how I feel about that. I just, I, I wish people would behave properly and get their head out of their ass. You know, like at the parks I work at, you know, a lot of them have basketball courts and stuff and people are still just out playing basketball. Like it ain't no thing. Uh, so they just took all the rims down, so people can't play basketball. It's like, well, <laughs> you know, I play with that bitch, you know. So you know they didn't have to do anything; they just they just took it, took away their ability to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to provide this for you right now because you're being a fuckhead. So I thought that was a good way for the city to deal with it yeah. instead of being in there arresting people. It's like, okay, go play basketball, fucking home, put your own fucking hoop up.
1: So in, if you want to be an idiot, in in my country where I was born in Peru, um, so they they. They had a nationwide nationwide lockdown a couple of weeks ago so people have been just staying at home and of course and they they have the military they have the national army actually like cruising mm. the streets telling people to go home and um and they're making it really super serious like to let people understand like uh, they, they can't they can't fuck around but of course oddly enough they're um, they're focusing their efforts in the the larger cities, the urban centers and there's still plenty of videos of people having their regular um, uh, town-wide parties. And I'm talking about towns. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, like, villages. Like, maybe two, maybe 300 people, which is still a, a huge number. And people are still having... Yeah, it's way too fucking... Yeah, serious. and they're having these gatherings and these parties still. Because they're... they're even, like, with the mayors present, which is r- ridiculous... But, I mean, that's not unique to Peru, obviously. It's not unique to, to Latin America. It's just a lot of people don't think that it's going to hurt them. Or if, they, uh-huh. if they, they, they know people that have had it, they might have had mild symptoms. But they haven't felt the full brunt of this. I'm I'm sure, if, hopefully, they see the images yeah. of what's going on in places like Ecuador. Um, or the U.S. even. Hopefully, they, they'll be more motivated to take it more
0: seriously. You heard... You heard what was going on in the Philippines, right? That lunatic. Oh, how do you pronounce his name? Duarte du- or something. Duterte. Yeah, uh, yeah. That how you said yeah, that. Yeah, Duterte. He, uh, they're they're having they're they're just shooting people for, uh you know, they're not even asking questions. If you're out, they're gonna shoot your ass. <laughs> so what the fuck? I mean, yeah. Gotta... <laughs> so coronavirus oh, or man. not, you know, if you're out, you know, you're gonna get shot. Mm. So mm. it's. It's a trip out being done, you know. And, you know, the Chinese were welding people in their houses. I mean, so, and isn't that crazy? You know, so
1: Duterte, Duterte yeah. is worse than the Chinese on that. Yeah. Fuck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh it's fucking God. crazy, dude. It's like, man, it's a crazy goddamn world some places. I mean, it's crazy every place, but some places just, man, they're off the fucking grid fucking crazy. So, speaking of China, so, so what have you heard about China recently? I heard they'd flattened their curve pretty much and they'd had no new cases recently or something like that.
1: Yeah. And the but the but, but the US intelligence uh, reported that their numbers were were very incorrect or they weren't revealing everything so whatever number they had I think
0: it was like 80,000 way below the the actual number and the number of deaths also Yeah, the, I would low. I would have figured that they don't, I don't think China could tell the truth if their fucking existence mm-hmm. depended on mm-hmm. it.
1: And apparently life is coming back to normal in China, or at least they're trying to do everything they can to make sure it does, or it, it seems that way. So, oh. so um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't like to get into the business of, of uh, prognostication, but if China can get its economy together over the, over the next few months while um, keeping the number of cases down to a minimum level, a minimal level, Then their economy is going to ramp up a lot stronger than the U.S. can ramp up its economy and they'll be the leading nation uh, or they'll have the strongest and biggest economy um,
0: or in a good footing to be able to accomplish that goal by the end of the year. I think think we should be able to pick it up pretty quick. I think one thing that the U.S. needs to do is we need to, you know, something Trump actually wanted was to bring more manufacturing back here so that we don't have to have as much stuff manufactured overseas. So that in such a case like this, where like our prescription drugs, for the most part, are made in China. I think a lot more of that stuff need to be made here. Like my hometown, there's uh, Eli Lilly's there. And I think we need more of that done here so that, we can deal with these kind of situations a little bit more independently uh, and things like that. So if we bring back more manufacturing here, our economy is, is going to be awesome. Well, how do so, you, how I don't, you I, don't plan- I don't necessarily fear that. I fear, I fear how much money we're spending in our deficit. That's what I, that's what I fear. Well, how would you,
1: how would you plan to bring jobs back here if the economy um, or the capitalism depends on being able to produce cheaps or uh, goods cheaply? And that's not going to be here in the U.S.
0: Well, a lot of the stuff that we're going to have to go local as far as like uh, a lot of things, you know, like food and stuff like that. So uh, food could be, uh, you know, it's not going to have to be uh, shipped all over the place. So that should cut down on the price of it. People have more access to food because it's local. That should be good. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things, you know. Uh, freedom, freedom is great. And the Chinese people are under under the thumb of the communists and we've just seen over, I mean, communism has failed every place it's been. I mean I granted they're not they're not just communists, they have a little bit of a hybrid system, but I still think overall they're gonna fail. You know, they don't have the ingenuity that we have, uh they don't have the diversity that we have of thought. Um, you know, thoughts trampled there. Uh thoughts not trampled here. So that's 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 our strong points. You know, that we have freedom to think. Uh, and innovate you know you know what happened when a doctor says something over there he disappeared you know that that's that's not happening here so uh i think overall we'll 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 crush him in that sense
1: i I think that the the idea of american exceptionalism withers entirely in this present situation i I think the, the 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 fact that the american response has been so terrible in this case has shown that we can't rely solely on capitalism
0: solving our problems um and i think we can't rely on government to solve and, problems that's the but, thing you don't want to resolve on but government. And, and the fact that um
1: so many people whether through lack of education or through partisanship just really thought that this would not be a big deal even though we saw it be a big deal in other parts of the world even even it was so far away in China and it was so far away in Italy that we thought we would be immune to the, from, from people on the right that were like, it's just like a cold or the spring breakers in Florida that were talking about. Like, it's not going to affect me. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be partying. Mm-hmm. And we just thought that even, even if we did get it as, as badly as other countries, that somehow the magic wand of American uh, nationalism would help us get through unscathed.
0: Um, I, I would say happen. I would say our government just dropped the ball. I mean they they were they were they they were briefed about it, at least when was it February or January? And you know some of them decided to sell their stocks and companies so that they could profit mm-hmm. off of it, but still none of them raised the alarm about it. Anybody any of the congressmen, Republicans or Democrats, didn't re- and, and didn't really raise the alarm that they could have in their own states or anything like that. Uh, the media for once actually was talking about it, um, you know, but, you know, in January they, 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 they weren't too focused on it. You know, they might mention it here and there, but they were focused on other things. So
1: I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, with, uh, with three million people turning in uh, uh, unemployment applications last week and six million people turning in applications for unemployment benefits this week, it's mm-hmm. 10 million people.
0: Well, that's, that's because the government closed everything down. And, you know, as I think we might have mentioned in one of the podcasts that, you know, one of the good things some businesses were doing was adapting, like restaurants. And restaurants were selling food uh, as like a grocery. You know, they were selling their products. Like this little Mexican restaurant down by my house was selling, um, you know, handmade tortillas. Uh, They had carne asada that they had uh, not cooked, you know, so you could cook it at home. But it was all um, – had the seasoning and everything on it. Uh, and, you know, the the mayor is trying to close all those down. And, you know, Fernand Fer, Fernie and I were talking about, you know, you know that's kind of ridiculous for them to do that because they are, you know, whether they're a restaurant or whatever, they, they deal with food. They should be able to handle that and they should be able to do that instead of putting those people out on the street where they have to do unemployment and they can't help out society. They, the government should leave them the fuck alone. Uh, you know, I joked like it wasn't like a shoe store started selling sandwiches, you know. So you know, the fact of the matter is they were capable of it, and that's government once what once again, just getting in the way of people helping. So, you know, government regulation screwing it up for everybody, you know, and 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 really just adding to the problem. You know, they're not they're not helping it so whatsoever. But, uh, in that I mean, sense,
1: we're getting away from the original point. Like, where I really think like capitalism's, um. Strengths do not shine in this kind of situation at all. In fact, I think, I mean, and like they do. we were talking about, like the like the ventilator issue that the governors are facing now, where they're having to try to outbid each other because there isn't uh, an overarching yeah. uh, federal intervention to make all the companies that could make ventilators make ventilators and sell them at a reasonable price. That was
0: that was regulation. Yeah, and
1: that really. And that really that should be the the direction that we should be headed into now. That should be the action that should take place now. Deregulation, no, 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 yeah. No, Deregulation no, saying, should be a... the, the, What I'm saying is the federal government, through Trump, can tell all of, of the relevant corporations that have the, these capabilities to make these ventilators today. And he's not. He's only telling mm-hmm. GM to do that, or, or, or Ford. and Because he had some sort of spat with them. Yeah, I think it was GM. And I mean, so in, instead, uh, the governors are, are, especially from the poor states, are being left out of being able to buy these these sought after ventilators because they can't bid uh, the same kind of dollar, or they don't have the same buying power as states like California or New Well, New
0: York. Gov- governor governor New- governor Newsom said governor Newsom said that that's not really the case, and I mean, he said for, that on TV today. For, that he actually said that California. Trump admitted he's he said that Trump. No, 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 no. That, no, he said. No, it, the, I, I watched the interview today. That was one thing I actually watched, um, that he said, number one, Trump was working with the states, and he had no problem with uh, communicating with Trump and talking about what to get. So That's,
1: that's totally different from what I said.
0: <laughs> so hold on. <coughs> so he said that, that there was no problem with communicating okay. with Trump and he said that it's not like they're they're putting it out to be like it's like uh states are fighting for it. He said the states and the governors are actually always talking to each other. They have like governors uh like a a, a, a meeting between all the governors or groups of governors from smaller states and larger states and they're going together to buy things together so that they can share in it and have more purchasing power. So the smaller states are being taken care of in that sense. And that that came from our governor who was the first governor to really step up and do something about the whole whole thing compared to, you know, like Georgia and Florida or even New York. Everybody keeps praising New York and they were they were far behind us. But, and so and he is saying that what you're, what you're talking
1: about is um, the governors working amongst themselves because they had to figure this out because mm-hmm. the, gov- the because in everything that you just said there isn't any mention of Trump um, using the power of the president's of the of of the White House to be able to make this happen. No, no, he could.
0: Now I I could criticize Trump on the on the fact that like Kushner that clown is saying that the 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 Stock federal fire. Stockpile is yeah, not for the states, media. and I, I thought that was stupid. I mean, because personally, the fact that it is there is exactly yeah. what it's for. You know, if a state doesn't have something, they should step up and give it to them. I mean, that's that's just without right. a shadow of a doubt, and you you will get no argument from right. me on that.
1: And so, but like going back to the original point, where capitalism fails in in this specific regard, because the the capitalist goal. So you, said, I mean, in, in, in a in, in point a perfect of view. capitalist I, approach, where like there was no government intervention in this. Eat or federal government intervention. Each state will have to essentially fight on its own, right? And let the manufacturer benefit. Well, but that, but that's that's funny because that's not what the market happening. would benefit, right? The market would essentially guide. I, I think
0: every everybody, everybody benefits. The, the mar- Everything everybody the market benefits. would
1: dictate. If there's a demand for a huge, a high demand for these ventilators, then who is ever willing to pay the most for it gets it, right? Not necessarily who needs it.
0: No, but the but, but see, but see, then more people would start buying it because they would see that there's there's something in this, and that's the part you're missing. People would be jumping on to, the bandwagon oh, but, and, and jumping bandwagon to do what? jumping through hoops to be able to make those, to be able to make those and, and get in on yeah, the fucking absolutely. action. That's the bit, That's the that's yeah. the strong and, and, part of and, capitalism. And, and you, you poo poo that. But see, and that's well, the strength. So once of you
1: it. get a lot of people, so the idea is that all these states need these ventilators. At the highest, uh, right away, right, like today, like yesterday, and so all whatever companies jump into the fray and start making these companies, these machines, are gonna do what? They're gonna sell them at incredibly high prices, just like what we're seeing.
0: Not if they not if not not if a lot of places are making them. But I that's, mean, that's what, what we're, you're. you're, that, that's you're that's what we're are seeing wrong. right now
1: with like masks, with gloves, with toilet paper. People gouging, right? And that's what corporations are gonna do.
0: The, some of that's yeah, but, local, too, though. I mean, like, you know, the liquor store down the street oh, yeah. selling oh, yeah. them for $4 a mask but, and $40 that's what for doing a thing. Now.
1: That's what the, co- so. the corporations are doing with ventilators now. They're charging much, much higher, because they can. They absolutely can, and that's capitalism... Uh, that's, it. that's basic capitalism, right? High demand, high but price. With,
0: but, but what that does is more people want in on that and they're going to start making them and it's going to drive the price down. Oh, yeah, down. but yes, ultimately, absolutely. That's what's but gonna happen. what's
1: going to happen in the meantime is that the states that can't afford those high prices because they're waiting for these corporations, new corporations, to start making them, uh, people are going to die. And, and,
0: Cap- gonna no, either, no it's not,
1: dude. And capitalism's solution is to just like just wait until there's enough corporations making these, and then it'll be cheaper, and then the states will essentially be able to get them, right? And in, in, the, in, the,
0: in the I, I mean, I, like I said, you know, I, I I see these countries that have socialist socialist shit see, going on, see, and see I don't that, see them see, thriving like, in this. Like,
1: do you wanna? I mean, if we address capitalism's huge huge hole in this specific situation, that's what's happened. I'm not. I'm not talking about the socialist nations. I'm talking about the, the capitalist approach that
0: we're seeing right now, that the president wants to get in on, no less. No, i I, I mean, I, th- I think you're just being ideological I mean, in it, that. I think you're just applying what you believe and and spinning it. I mean that's the way I see it because the way I see it is the more companies that that freely get in there and get in the market and do it, it's going to bring more of it to, yeah. to service in the, in, in, just like in, it is with
1: food. In the meantime, you the know the, the more people lose, that which jump is exactly in there, what capitalism relies on for poor people to always exist and suffer.
0: That's why that's why the, that's why there should that's why Trump should come off the national stockpile. Yeah, because we but do have not, some. It's not good enough, and he shouldn't it's, be giving us it's broken shit.
1: Enough, and what he should do is like like he has the power to ask these companies, to tell these companies, to demand from these companies to create these machines. And well, they do have the
0: power. They technically actually they do have the he's power. Exactly, he's just
1: not using just exactly it. what he should do, and he's not willing to do that because it's not it's not small government. Mm-hmm. It's a, it is large government, and he talk, he talks about having used it, and he talks about willing to wielding it, but he's not. And in the meantime. Um,
0: That was kind of the way, that was kind of the way the progressive Teddy Roosevelt did things too, though. He encouraged, he, but he was a progressive and he told companies like say the coal companies and stuff like that to work with the unions. He said, otherwise I'm going to bring down the force of the federal government on you. He gave them the opportunity to do it first. And then if they didn't, he was going to do that. So he's trying to get them to do it voluntarily so that they can do it. And what, from what I saw, the workers at General Motors were about to go on strike or something to that effect, and say that yeah. they want to build ventilators. So, I don't think he's going to have to actually enforce it on them. Uh, I think they'll probably I think end up he, just do it. You should,
1: just like uh, um, Teddy Roosevelt's uh, relative Franklin D. Roosevelt did during World War II, to make sure that there was enough production ramped up uh, to have uh, a war footing that was in place. And we're dealing with a crazy ass crisis where a hundred mm-hmm. to two hundred forty thousand people could die. Are we gonna let the the bidding yeah. uh, take as long as it needs to, so the poor states can eventually get them, or should we just get them built now? Get these ventilators built now.
0: Well, let let's, let's say some let's say some of that stuff that's going on in some of those states is people aren't uh, obeying the rules and and you know going out and doing stupid shit too. So. I mean, some of that stuff's going on, like where, you know, people are still going to churches and stuff like that. So, you know, it'd be hard for anything to keep up with some of that stupidity, No, having said I mean, that. But that might be a that, decent... That,
1: that, that's, another, that's another thing, hmm. too. I mean, it would make perfect sense right now for the federal government to speak in one voice to all of the states to say that this is the time to start doing a national quarantine, national lockdown, national curfew. I mean, maybe like, some sort of level... But it's a unifying voice from the executive branch to the rest of the states.
0: Oh, I definitely think they should. Say, they should definitely say something that we definitely recommend you guys do this shit. Because otherwise, it's going to be the shit. And the states that actually do it are going to qualify for more help. I mean, that's that's it. Because if the other states don't want to do it, then then obviously, should, since if they're being stupid about it, should they take all the help from the states that are actually trying?
1: No, no. I mean, there's a way to motivate and to sort of uh, to incentivize states to follow, or mm. to I don't I don't want to say punish, but sort of uh, make the states that don't want to follow along come to Strongly. comply. Yeah, there's got to be a way. I mean, mm. it's the federal government, for fucks' sake. Yeah, like if you want ventilators, tell these people they need to be home by ten o'clock.
0: Period. Yeah. Well, coronavirus spreads after 10 o'clock too so (laughs) you know i don't think i don't think it sleeps at night so i don't i don't see curfews helping as a matter of fact i think keeping closing things early causes people to have to mass up more during the day you know if costco is open all night i would go at night you know just straight up i'd go at midnight Mm -hmm. i'm an i'm a Mm -hmm. night owl so I think curfews would absolutely fuck that up. That's the it's, truth of the matter.
1: It's possible, but what people need to be doing, which is what California is doing, a lot of states are doing now, it's sheltering at home, having only yeah. quote-unquote essential workers out, which is, what we, which is what we need to do across the nation.
0: I, I've i left the house two times in the last five weeks, and that was just to get food. So that, that's, I'm taking it serious, and I think other people ought to, too. Absolutely. How are we doing on time there? Uh twenty nine and thirty seconds actually. All right, so let's uh let's uh get ready to wrap this up. I want to say one other thing sure. then uh uh do uh for for other people who love podcasts, I think everybody should check out the latest episode of Common Sense, the Dan Carlin podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a nonpartisan political podcast. It's actually my my favorite podcast on the earth. A political podcast in particular, his history podcast is is equally as glorious. But he hadn't done an episode in uh, since the first year of Trump's uh, uh, Trump's uh, presidency. Uh, you know, he's not a fan of President Trump whatsoever, and he makes that clear in the podcast. But he also makes it clear he wasn't a fan of any of the recent presidents as well. So it's nonpartisan, uh, and he really speaks quite eloquently about how uh everything's going in the country, and I think it's it's a very needed voice to be heard uh for somebody that that speaks as well as he does, who is willing to listen to both sides and he speaks great about it and I would highly suggest that to anybody out there i was I was going through my podcast list and I saw it on the list, and my head about popped off because I was so fucking happy to see it. Like I said, it's been at least three years since he he released one of his Common Sense podcasts, and it's it was the best podcast I've heard all year. I'll say that.
1: Right on, yeah. And uh, anybody that's that hasn't heard Dan Carlin before, please just just dive in, dive in. You'll you'll enjoy it, whether it's his Common Sense, yeah, or or or, or his hardcore history series. It's, you'll enjoy it tremendously. Please.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I even go back and buy the old episodes because they're, they're just so fucking good. Yep. You know, he has ones on the Roman Empire, on the Mongols, a couple of really great. We're well, right now. He's in the middle of the hardcore history talking about World War Two in the Pacific. Wow. And it's it's a great series. And he had one on the uh, Cuban Missile Crisis. That was that was a great, great podcast. So, you know, anything from Alexander the Great all the way up to you know, what's going on today with the Common Sense podcast. So everybody should go listen to that damn thing when you're yeah. done with us. <laughs> damn right. And there you go. Yeah. anything else you want to add, Fern? No, that's it, man. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Uh well, I hope everybody stays safe. Stay in your fucking houses. You know, a lot of people they don't realize they they'll be they'll stay in their house, but then they'll go over and hang out with their family in another house. And, you know, their family had already been someplace, to obviously, to get food, like their brother or their sister. So that's not really sheltering in place. You know, you know people want to see their family. You can FaceTime. You don't have to be in the same room with them. Uh, if you can, stay home. Stay home and this will be over. You know, but if you decide you're going to keep going over to people's houses, you're only going to prolong it and make it worse. So, you know, be smart about it. You know, be responsible citizen.
1: And if you can, don't go to church. If you're a religious worship at home, it doesn't make sense to spread the disease in, in church. Doesn't yeah, to say your prayers.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it. God helps those that help themselves. Damn right. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, we will see you next time. Peace. On a progressive and libertarian walking to a bar. Take care. Peace.